Hello and welcome to Connect Through Beauty 2.0. My name is Ashley Rivera. My name is Krista Bartik. And we are helping you, the beauty professional, level up by setting goals, embracing mistakes, personal fulfillment, and challenging yourself to something new. So listen in every Tuesday to our Tuesday shorties that will leave you feeling fulfilled and inspired. My name is Ashley Rivera, and I am just so happy to be able to bring all of this to you. And the reason we started Connect Connect Through Beauty is because to bring beauty professionals together on a platform where, you know, not every day looks the same, not every day feels the same. We all go through the same things. And it's so nice to be able to be on this podcast and just talk about those things that we go through, take you on a journey elevate yourself and your business. And whether you're behind the chair, you're in the aesthetics room, you're a massage therapist, manager, you know, wherever you're at in the beauty industry, there's something here for you. And I think that this is just going to be the best yet. And we have so much, so much to give you. So we can't wait to get started. Um, Krista, tell everybody who you are. Introduce yourself, my friends. Uh, Well, thank you so much for sitting down, having this conversation and keeping it going because the feeling was mutual after our first uh, podcast meeting. It was honestly incredible. I felt so fulfilled, so enlightened, and I just felt like we were really making a difference on those who were sitting in and listening. So I'm excited to continue the conversation and connect through beauty. But my name is Krista Bartik. I am a 23-year-old hairstylist and educator for Masters of Balayage. When I'm not educating, I'm working full-time behind the chair, just like stylists like you that are listening. And I'm so excited to bring more topics relating the industry and talking about maybe some struggles we're having, how to fight through it, setting mindset uh, expectations, and honestly, just making a difference on the industry. So I'm so excited to be here and I can't wait. Yeah, no, this is, it's gonna be so great. And for myself, I was a stylist behind the chair for 11 years and for the past eight years been recruiting all for the same company and have been really getting out there in the industry, speaking to other beauty professionals. And it's just been really awesome to hear these stories and journeys and how that, first of all, the beauty industry right now is at its all time highest. It's the best Mm -hmm. time to join. So if anyone's thinking about joining now is the time it's, just been it's been an awesome ride and a great experience to see people really living their best lives within the industry so it's been it's yeah. been really cool what do you think it's about incredible about this time right now I mean it really is it it really is I almost didn't go into this industry because I thought money was going to be an issue and mm-hmm. I'm 23 years old and I'm now a six figure stylist and I never thought I was going to be able to hit that at this age or at this time. So now is the time to be in this industry. It is very fulfilling. It is very saturated. And I think most importantly, people who are joining this industry are following what they love to do, which then the money will follow after that. I think people are so focused on the end goal 
that that tends to get mixed up throughout the process. But when we focus on what we'd love, money will follow. And that is mm-hmm. proof of being in this industry and we're loving what we're doing. I mean, it's, I show up to work and it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's a win-win right there. It's so good. No, it's so yeah. good. It's, um, it's the, probably one of the best feelings, you know, being able mm-hmm. to help other people. And I think, you know, for us, we were talking about closing the circle and you're, mm-hmm. you're saying, you know, you have to focus on why you do it and the money yeah. will follow. And it's so true because if you're fulfilling yourself with what you have always wanted to do, you're doing that thing that just lights you up. You're right. The money does come. And, and it's so cool to see it all come together in this like awesome way. And then again, like we're really talking about the mindset and how that plays Mm -hmm. a part into it too. So if we can have this conversation, we can bring this to you every week where we're talking about your mindset. You're saying, you know, it's okay to feel these things because Mm -hmm. they happen. We're in the people industry. We're dealing with, um, all kinds of things, multitasking all the time. How do you organize it? How do you stay relevant to yourself? And then how can we continue and sustain this every every day that we're at work, right? So I think, you know, for us, Krista and I, that's the conversation that's going to continue to happen. And here we are being able to help other coworkers, other beauty professionals see that and, and really, uh, take their careers to the next level. I mean, mm-hmm. once you, once it all clicks, I love that saying, like once it clicks, you're just, you're in it. You're in this whole other. Yeah. Entity. It's so true. And once you have that moment, you're like, oh my gosh, it's this realization. You're like, everything is, everything's making sense now. And I can do this. It's fulfilling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Yes. So good. So, oh, so how good. have you been, what have you been up to? Let's talk about that. Like, What's going on outside of the salon? Oh, so I've been doing great. I have been working on myself uh, physically in terms of, you know, working out a little more. I signed up for Pilates, which is new to me. Um, But I think, you know, mental health and physical health is just as important behind the chair. I do love what I do and I tend to overwork in that Mm -hmm. sense because I love it so much it tends to not feel like work. So it's important for me to find something outside of the salon, outside of teaching that allows me to connect further with myself and better myself. That way, when I do get behind the chair or I do get in front of a class, I'm actually able to stand up there and, you know, confidently talk in front of everyone and be able to provide the information that needs to be provided. So Mm -hmm. mental health is very important to me and physical health is a new journey. I've uh, grew, I've grown up doing sports like cheerleading, dancing, stuff like that. But when we got into the industry, I tended to kind of leave that behind and focus more on my career. So I'm excited to bring that back through. Uh, what about you? What have you been up through outside of that being is- a mom and podcast? Yeah. <laughs> you do it. You do it all. How do you balance we're, it? We're juggling it, right? So no, that's so so true. I you know what I've been through this like um i've always been a runner and love to run and it's just my time to be alone so i started but i started going to the gym recently and not really running i've been lifting weights which is so different for me it's good it's good and 
but I have found that I missed it. I missed the, mm -hmm. I missed that other piece. So that was like this weird, like, I need to find that balance again. And, um, but yeah, so I just ran in another race. Um, I ran, ran races a lot, but, um, since the pandemic, I haven't really gotten into it again. So I did, and now I have the bug and I'm signed up for another one. So I think, Oh, that's so things, good. Yeah. Like those things kind of like keep me going and I have to do it on my own. Right. So like the mm -hmm. training on my own and, and I think that's good for me because I do tend to always, well, I guess I should work out at home because I should be around the girls and, you know, then I feel like I'm not leaving yeah. them. So you have like that. I, I totally have that mom guilt because I'm away, you know, working or doing whatever I need to do. And then we have to go to a game or softball practice or whatever it is. And, you know, you have those like moments where it's like, well, I can't go and do something else away from them. And I struggle with that, but I've been working on it and finding that balance. And it's true. You do have to do it because if you don't, you're just not showing up a hundred percent in any way, in any way, mm -hmm. work, you know, home, anything. So there's always going to be things yeah. that need to be done. And I think for myself too, like I have really tried to, if there's dishes in the sink, let it go. Yep. You know, like let it go for a little bit. It doesn't have to be done right away. Like I I'm trying to let go of the, um, everything has to be perfect type of thing. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's yeah, which is really hard fun. to let go. It is. It is. It is. When we I'm, all have this vision too yeah. of what it's supposed to look like, but in reality, it's none of it is true. You know, it's what can work for you and your life. Right. I think, you know, and when you look back to like, maybe even for yourself, when you look back at your childhood, do you remember like the house being like the dishes? All, you know what I mean? Are those the details Honestly, that no. you remember? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, so I'm thinking like, I don't think my girls even noticed that these no. things have to be done. <laughs> Not now anyway. So, I've never thought about that if there were dishes in the sink growing up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, so, I don't remember it. Putting it in perspective and I think, um, you know, taking things a little lighter these days. That's, that's good for me. I need to do I it. love it. Filling, <laughs> filling your cup before you can fill others is very important. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah. vacations coming up? Yes, I am actually planning a trip to Hawaii, which is oh, so exciting. My goodness. <laughs> that is so yes. Well, tell I'm me going... about this. End of June, uh, me and a coworker, we were sitting at breakfast one morning and we were talking about our New Year's resolutions. And I've never actually taken time or a trip for myself as big as something like Hawaii. And she was saying how she always wanted to travel. So we were like sitting there, we're like, well, where are we going? <laughs> she picked Hawaii. And I mean, who's going to say no to Hawaii? So next no, thing you know, it, here we are booking yes. trips. We're going to two islands. We're doing Maui, Kauai. It'll be a mix of vacation, adventure, and just getting the full Hawaiian experience. So that is super so excited for that. So yeah. Neat. What about that's, you? That's awesome. That's right. so good. Um, we so we're not going anywhere big. We have a cabin in the mountains, so we'll be there. And that's then nice. um, yeah, and then we're gonna go to the beach for a week. You know, do the whole like beach beach vacation. Yeah. Um, my mom just put a pool in, so we'll be over there. 
I know your girls are going to love that. Exactly. We're just going to take this summer easy. Um, But yeah, we do have every intention to start planning something, something bigger. And that's actually on my list of, I need to focus on things like that too. And um, yeah, it's important. And it's always something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. It's hard to set the time aside, Mm -hmm. but I've learned if you don't do it, it will never happen. Cause then you're like, Oh, I'll book that time or I'll book that time. And I remember looking at my schedule in June and you know, I'm booked three, four months out. So I already had clients on my books and that was a little stressful. Cause I'm like, I have to move 10 days worth of clients. This is, this is a lot, but it's something we just have to do for ourselves and put it on the books and make it happen. And I'm fortunate enough to be able to do that. I'm very, very Mm -hmm. thankful for all of it. Yeah. It's so true. And you know what, you planted it out way in advance. Yeah. So I think that's, that's also important. You know, when you, you want to go on the trips and do the things planning ahead is so important because you're taking account of all the clients that they have their schedules and they have their things going on. So I think that's really, really awesome. topic that we want to like start to hone in on and I love this I think it's brilliant is to how to crush it as a salon assistant guys a salon assistant I was one Krista I was one yeah for a year yeah and (laughs) I remember those days like it was yesterday (laughs) me too I remember it like it was yesterday too and it was the most when I look back now it was the most growth in my life that I had. And there, I mean, very important part of the beauty career that I started. And I think that we have to constantly remind ourselves that that is why we start this. And that is why we begin there because you really look back on those days and you, they're valuable. Mm-hmm. They they're are so valuable. valuable we don't realize it at the time, how much it's going to shape us as a stylist or as a person, but Mm -hmm. it really does shape and pave the path for the rest of your career. It does. It does. Tell me, tell me all of uh, about your insights on, you know, how does someone who is in beauty school, you know, like thinking like, okay, this is my next step. I'm going to have to be a salon assistant or, Mm -hmm. What about that person that's thinking, I don't want to be a salon assistant. I just want to get done school, get my license and find a salon to work in as a stylist. It's a great question because there are the two. There are people Mm -hmm. who are ready to go, ready to get started. And then there Mm -hmm. are the people who are like, okay, leaving school, feeling like they still have so much more to learn, which let's be real. After beauty school, we all have so much more to learn. And I don't think we realize that until you're actually in that assistant program. So I think for anyone who's leaving school, I think it's super important to go through an assistant program. Now, Mm -hmm. I know some of people probably listening are thinking, oh, I don't need to do that, or I'm ready to get started. But let's ask ourselves, like, why? Why should somebody be an assistant? Why should I go through this program? And I think when it comes down to the assistant program, it is going to shape you as a stylist and help you learn skills that you did not learn in school, especially if you're working with the new color line or 
you know, there's new things, mm -hmm. new trends are changing. For example, when I was in beauty school, beach waves and balayage was a very big thing. Now it's starting to venture out into these like 90s layers, which is a very complicated thing to learn. So if you sure don't is. have that assistant program to kind of teach you all these things along the way, I think it can be very challenging as a new stylist to start up on your own without this education, without this foundation. Why would you say somebody should go in, you know, straight from cosmetology school into an assistant program? Oh, so I think when we're, when we're in school, I mean, school has such value to it just to begin with in itself. But to, to be honest, you're there for a very short amount of time. And yeah. there's a lot to get done in that short amount of time. And that's it. I was at a meeting the other day. This is very interesting. So every school has an OAC meeting and it's a board meeting with salons in the area. We all get together, we come and support the school and we give them advice and, and we give them, you know, this is what's going on in the salons. They'll ask maybe, um, you know, what should we be t teaching the students right now? And we'll give some feedback. And their biggest thing was, guys, we want to do all of those things, but we don't have time. We barely can get through what we have now to be able to add on anything else. So for me, the value in being a salon assistant is you get to see a more broader uh, um, array of services. You see all of these mentors around you. Mm -hmm. You have people that have just got out of the assistant program on the chair. And then you have a, a seasoned stylist. You have mm -hmm. people that have all of this knowledge to share with you that have done it before they've walked the path. And if I've learned anything in my life, it's listen to the people that have done it before you, because you learn from their mistakes and you hone in on your own, mm -hmm. right? You make it your own and you do do things your way, but you do have this ability to learn so much with a team that's around you. And, and I think that that's very, very valuable for someone that's just starting out. School and salon life are two different things. So yeah. to come from a school right into a salon environment and start taking clients is very difficult because you haven't lived that life yet. And mm -hmm. I, I also see people struggle with that hustle factor that multitasking, the, you know, the, the way things flow and should keep going because they're used to being in school and having someone support them constantly, which is amazing. And that should be happening, but the value in mm -hmm. seeing what's happening in the, in the environment that you're going to be ha having your lifelong career in is super, super important. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's definitely two different, two different experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I can't agree so, more. For that assistant who is, or for the stylist who is looking to join an assistant program, what would you suggest first thing they look for in a salon or in an environment that they're going to put themselves in after school? Yeah, I think, I think looking for, looking for a program that supports everything. So when you're mm -hmm. coming out of school, can you, can you help me get better at men's haircutting, women's haircutting, the color line, like some sort of training program? And then how can I personal assist or be more mentored one-on-one? Because -on -one? I do feel like that's super valuable as well. 
you know, how can I take on models or clients in, in some sort of way where they know that I'm learning, but, you know, I'm still being coached and mentored along mm-hmm. the way. I think a program that allows a student or someone that's just graduated to be able to be that new stylist for a little while is really important. What do you think? So I would definitely say to find a mentor 100% because that mentor is going to shape you into the stylist you're going to become. Um, from Coming from a mentor myself, I now train and teach assistants fresh out of hair school. And some of the things that I feel are super important or are maybe lacking a little more as a mentor are hands-on experiences. I think stylists need to get their hands in hair because that's the only way they're going to learn. You can watch foils back to back to back. You can watch a million foils, but I think until you're actually hands in hair doing it, it's a completely different experience. So I would say finding a mentor that, you know, has an expertise or a clientele similar to the clientele you're looking for is going to be super important, but also somebody who's actually going to take the time to train you and shape you into the stylist you need to become. I think it's super, super crucial. But communication is another thing I think is super important, making sure that you guys can actually effectively communicate so the information that you're watching and the information that the stylist or mentor is telling you, you're actually able to absorb and hear it in ways that make sense and understand to you. I think that is huge, huge when it comes to finding a mentor. That's awesome. And so how do you communicate with your mentee? Mm -hmm. So we have a couple, we have classes set up. Um, Are you referring to like how we do that or how do I... So your communication style, so like, how do you guys, like, at the end of the day, do you guys kind of like debrief a little bit about the day? Like, how did it go? How did, do you feel like, you know, did they give homework? Like, I don't know. I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with this part. I like it. Yes. So the cool thing about my salon, which is a lot different than other salons I hear Mm -hmm. of, we don't have like one mentor to one stylist, because if I have an assistant, you know, only assist me. The issue with that is I do a lot of blonding. I do a lot of balayage, dimensional Mm -hmm. lifting colors, which is great for somebody who wants to learn those things. However, I'm not doing a lot of pixie cuts. I'm not doing a lot of men's cuts. I'm, you know, dabbling in extensions. So if somebody wants to learn that, they are going to have to watch somebody else at the salon. So cool thing about what we do is we don't have one mentor for one stylist. It's multiple mentors for one. That way they're able to take something from everyone because everyone has something to offer, especially Mm -hmm. in a salon as big as ours. You can learn something from everyone and that allows them to actually gain knowledge in different areas versus just one niche, which is awesome. We're very similar. Yeah. Did you do a similar thing? Yeah. Yeah. We're very similar in the, in the way that you're, you're speaking. We are not, um, we're not big on just one person being with someone mm-hmm. the entire time. Yeah. Because it's what I love about being in a team environment is you're right. Like there's just so much you can learn and everyone is good at something. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that, I think that along over the years, you get really good at this one niche. Like we had a girl in the, in the salon that was amazing at short haircuts. 
I mean, just any mm-hmm. kind of short haircut that you could think of. And I would just love watching her. And there was always something I could pick up on, right? She was a great hairstylist in every other area as well, too. But that one thing that she was just so good at was was those short haircuts. And with myself, it was haircutting. It was bobs. Like, that was that was my thing. Um, and I just love to do a lot of precision haircutting. And I stayed very, I stayed very um, comfortable in my little box with color. I didn't really go outside. (laughs) (laughs) So, but then my people that did. And so if I had a client that came in and wanted this awesome bob, great. I could cut that for you, but then you should go to her because you want the the colorful hair or something like Mm -hmm. that. And and that's what I love about being able to have that dynamic in the salon and, and also having someone that's a salon assistant coming in and learning all of that from everyone, because that's how you're going to be so well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very true. It's honestly, I think our team environment is going to be the best for personal and physical growth. Definitely. hundred percent. So as an assistant as well to, you know, continue and, you know, make the most of every day. I think it's super important to ask those questions, mm. ask the the five W's, the who, what, when, where, and then why I think is super crucial because mm-hmm. as an assistant, you can show up and you can watch, but if you're not invested in what you're actually learning, you're not going to take much from it. So sure. I think an assistant program is you get what you Put into it or you get out of it what you put into it if you're mm-hmm. showing up every day and you're asking all these questions I know that's what I was doing when I was assisting I was always asking why are you doing that who is this for who would you not do this for I think questions like those are really going to help you learn and take that so when you start to take models you can actually apply these things you've learned and you know make your own mistakes and learn from them which is I love super that. crucial absolutely yeah that's- that is that's so true and i think it's very important if guys if you're a student out there you're listening to this that this is the best time to be in right now is this learning this learning stage the grow the growing stage you know you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna get to where you want to go to mm-hmm. absolutely you want to have the goals of becoming a six figure hairstylist and you want to get there you will but you have to take the time to, to learn and to grow and to be humble enough to, to ask the questions and to take it all in because I'm 37 years old and I don't know everything. And I will never, I will never sit here and tell you that I know everything. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is super important because we're always growing. We're always learning. Absolutely. Always. And, and once you get to that six figure stage, like Krista, she's 23 years old. She's not going to stop. She's going to continue yeah. to go and grow and go to classes. So you're an educator yourself. Mm-hmm. What classes do you go to? Do, how do you choose? How, how do you find that continued education for yourself? It's a great question. I do feel the education industry right now is very oversaturated. It can be overwhelming and very hard to pick the proper class because mm-hmm. I think there's a very distinct difference between a good educator and then someone who is good at hair. 
So when mm-hmm. I'm choosing classes, I'm looking at somebody's page or website and I'm paying attention to the way they communicate things and the way they speak on things, because that right there is going to show the difference between a good educator and someone who's good at hair. Oh my goodness, guys, thank you so much for joining into our first launch of Connect Through Beauty podcast. This was an awesome episode. What a great topic to really dive into because guys, you have to become the learner. You have to be the sponge first. You have to be able to be humble enough to just watch, listen, grow, be the salon assistant, be the best salon assistant you ever possibly could be because that's what's going to mold you into the successful beauty professional that you want to be, right? We all have goals. We all have dreams. We all have a path to get there. And it starts here. It begins with just being that sponge and learning from other people. Grow yourself. Grow your mindset. You got this. Keep staying connected, everyone. We can't wait to see you next week.